All right. Thank you for joining me for another edition of Chronic Conversations. As always, I am the host, Jerry Leonard, a.k.a. Jerry freaking Anderson. Uh, we're both a little under the weather, so if I sound a little off or uh, you hear some grunts or groans from over here, that's just my beautiful co-host. She's a little under the weather, too, so uh, forgive us for that. All kind of crazy little sicknesses and stuff going around around here. Can you see yeah, a little bit. I don't know if you need me to turn a little bit for you there. Hello. So it's been a little bit since we talked. The first time we talked, I, I feel like we've both come a long way since then. Yeah, you you definitely. I mean, you've made a lot of progress. I've seen that, that video shoot of yours and what. Let me tell people real quick, because they're going to go scope your new music, because that's what people do. They'll scope the new music. Let me tell you, hit YouTube. Don't just hit Spotify. Hit YouTube and hit up some of his older stuff, man. There is enough bangers there to last you all year long, and you need to have them uh, bumping in your car. Because uh, I found all kinds of gems that I didn't even realize that were on YouTube. Because I haven't. I don't know if I haven't been there in a while, or I don't know if you've added, you know, more recently. But I've been scoping out some of them other ones, and and there's some good shit on there. Some of your, I guess, you know. Maybe not real old stuff, but older stuff. Um. Now there's there's older stuff. Now some somehow this kid is linked to my YouTube, so I wonder if you heard some of his stuff though. Could be because I'm trying to get a hold of YouTube so I can get his crap off my channel. Oh my gosh! Now that kid's not bad though. Right, right. We're gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna state that fact right now. That kid is actually fucking really good. Yeah, um, yeah. I can talk to him personally. Want to hear a crazy thing? We share the same birthday. Really? <laughs> there, there's That's another guy really, out right? there, Chris Hopkins, too, that I, that I share a birthday with. It's crazy. I, I believe he's in Florida. Florida. By you. Yeah, I believe he's by you. Yeah, it's a little bit closer to me. Um, yeah. I believe he's in Florida. Um, now, but I do got some gems on there. Yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> um, you can go on my Spotify and you'll find some stuff from like 2017 and then some 2018. Just to refresh people's memory, how long have you been doing this again? How long have you been in the game? Uh, professionally six years. I've been rapping though for about 17. About 17 years. 18 years, maybe. What was it that finally pushed you over to deciding to do it? Was was there somebody in your life that maybe pushed you, or did you just decide yourself? You know, it's time to fucking do this and 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 make a run at it. Like what 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 went into that decision? I would say Troy Jarvis. Um, he was a guy. I went and recorded in 2016 at a studio called One Shot. Um, I didn't really. When I went to record, I didn't really like, I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to start this as my new career or anything like right. that. I just wanted to go make music because I used to make music. So I I found a studio. Well, actually, my best friend, John Castillo, actually found a studio, told me about it, and I went. Mm -hmm. Um, So Troy, when I'm done with the session, you know, I come out the session and Troy's like, you got something there, bro, you know. Right. I don't, I don't know if you know it or but you got something there. Sometimes you don't know, right? 
Yeah, you know, I or you don't question know. it, or you know, yeah, you're like, I, I feel like it is, but you know, that's like with every show I put out, it's like, I felt like it was great, but you never, you're not sure, like, how will somebody else feels. So, there's always that, even if you've put out like a hundred bangers, right? That next one, you're like, you still feel kind of the same way, like, hmm, I, I feel the same way with every song I put out. I, is it good enough? I don't know, <laughs> you know, what I mean, I'm always questioning. I'll, I'll go over I these programs, it. yeah. I'm uh, always again and again and again and pick them apart. Oh no, no, no! I, that was a great question, actually. Um, so yeah, like I was saying though, so Troy, you know, you got something there, and he became my manager. I joined mm -hmm. One Shot. Um, long story short, One Shot didn't really make it, but right, he's the guy who really made me like, all right, maybe I, he maybe I got something here, right. That's always a good feeling. It's always good to have people like that in your life. I mean, yeah, Troy's a good dude, especially those closest to us, you know, like your wife, kids, things like that. That's really uh, well, without my wife, this wouldn't be possible. Right. So. Exactly. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know, she's, I, I thank her because she's not feeling good right now, but I, I'm still, you know, doing this episode. She knows the show must go on and I appreciate her more than anything for that. Like, uh, yeah, she mine's sitting right here too. She's just just chilling. Yeah. So yeah, without my wife, it really wouldn't be possible. Because um, she supports me, puts up with my bullshit. You know, anytime I'm late, or if I gotta do some studio time, or if I gotta go to Phoenix, or just like right now. It's, it's because you're not the only one that sacrifices. Like it's our our spouses do too. You know, they they're, they're right their in there. Time too. <laughs> exactly, yeah. it's their time too. Yeah. yeah. That's right. That's why I that. I so yeah, so you know, um, you've come along the way though, man. I, I'm I'm proud of you, bro. Appreciate um, it, man. I remember I was one of your first guests. Yeah, you were. I was, man. That was so. I mean, I'm like you, bro. <laughs> yeah, I, I love you know. I just it, it's starting to come together the vision finally and that's always a beautiful moment when when you see things uh, start to head towards that idea you had that was just in your head that didn't exist so it's it's yeah. weird because you, you get to be a creator for a moment that's the best part of being any kind of artist i would imagine is you get to be a creator like you create something that didn't exist you know exactly. your songs didn't exist before the muse or you listen to and, and it and it came through uh, mm -hmm. What is it that triggers a song in your head? Do you do you just ever hear like a random beat? Does somebody send you beats? Do you do lyrics just pop in your head throughout the day? Maybe things that are happening, or or what is your process exactly? Uh, I don't really necessarily have like one process. Right. Um, it's probably a deal of multiple processes. Um, most of the time, though, I will say seventy percent of the time. It's a beat that I'm just like, oh, I like that. Right. You know what I mean? And now sometimes, yeah, I'll be randomly just doing shit. Right. And then like a hook will come to my head or somewhere. Right. Or a, or a couple bars. Or, Badass line, yeah. Yeah, something. If I'm like, oh, yeah, that was dope. And I'll say it in my head and be like, Oh, that was fucking clean. Now, do you remember that? Do you write it down? Do you put it in your phone? I, do you record I, it like... I'll record it on my phone real fast, but then I get home and write it down. I, I'm still old school, pen in a pad. Yeah. I, I, matter of fact, on my 
new joint that I'm going to go record, um, I say the first two bars is 17 years. I've been writing in the notebook 48 bars and it got to have a dope hook. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of crazy. You ask that question. So yeah. Um, I, I, I believe in pen and pepper. I can't do the phone thing. I can't right. read my phone while I'm in the fucking thing. Right. So what I do is I memorize the lines. I don't actually go in there and read the paper. Right. You just go ahead. And I'm memorize. actually in the booth remembering what I wrote. Yeah. <laughs> and that yeah, shit and that's, is hard. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, it's weird because it's funny because <laughs> I remember teachers telling me in school, well, if you really wrote it, you'd remember it. And I used to write all this poetry and stuff. And I very rarely could just recite it to you from beginning to end. I'd have to go back and look because it comes out, it's fresh, but once it's out of your brain on the paper, it's almost like, you know, now it's there. It's not in here anymore. <laughs> I, I'm real bad about having good ideas creatively. And just it's slipping my mind, me being busy, not writing it yeah. down, jotting it down. And aren't those the best ideas? What happened to those? You ever have that happen? You yeah. have a really good oh, idea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of those times, sometimes I'll forget them. Sometimes I won't. But there's, those are some of the best ideas that are just random. Um, I will give you advice on remembering things. Just repeat it. Please do. <laughs> repeat it. Repeat yeah. it. Yeah. And when I mean repeat it, I mean like a hundred thousand fucking times. Like I don't mean nauseum. like, like when I practice a verse, I might sit in front of my TV and my, my Bluetooth speaker for an hour or two, just practicing that verse. Over and over and over and over right. and over again, like so, like martial arts. Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. so it's sort of like arts way or MMA or something because there you do the moves so many times that you don't have to think about it; you just react. So I'd imagine it'd be the same thing. You just the, the repetitiveness of it makes it a muscle memory more than than ah, than just. You just said the key word right there, muscle memory. Yeah. That's all what the brain is about and the mind is about is 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 firing on cylinders. Yeah, so if you're just yeah. always remembering those, you know what I mean? It'll fire for you. Yeah, but if you're good. trying to remember. Man, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> or on the spot, somebody says something. Somebody's like, "Hey, you remember that blog you wrote about blah blah?" blah? And I'm like, "Uh, like not on the spot." I don't. <laughs> like, read me a few lines. Now, if you, now if you went and read that blog for like an hour back and forth. I guarantee you, every time you write a blog and you do that, <coughs> I guarantee you, when somebody goes to ask you, "Hey, do you remember that?" Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. It bring it back the up. Mind is about brain brain exercise. Basically, it's a brain mm -hmm. exercise. Your mind. You, the older we get, the more you got to do it. Yeah, yeah. You start to lose neuroplasticity. Is what they call it. Um, exactly. You got to um, take fish oil. Yeah, yeah. I got to take that fish oil. Do things that that challenge your brain, just like they would challenge your muscles. You know, from learning new yeah, languages cool. to. Yep. You got to challenge it. So that's another thing I'm always constantly doing is. I'm always trying to just test myself. Right. Hey, remember this. Remember that. Remember this. Remember that. Plus, and I'm sure when you the only thing I do remember in life is lyrics. Yeah. Well, you know, there's your brain is like a hard drive. It has so much room to hold stuff, you know, and say they have that little magic number of however many numbers or friends or whatever you can keep in your brain at a time. Um, and I imagine certain things either push things deeper in, if not out. 
and then replace it. And, and I know another way to get things to stick is for there to be something with it in your senses that's really strong too, you know, because obviously bad traumatic things link things to your memory, but so do good things that really happen. So uh, out of things like that, what, what's what's something you remember that's, that, that uh, is really good? happening like song wise that just maybe popped through or, or an idea that, that came out of nowhere that, that really f almost like it formed itself. Like, you know, sometimes you got to work some things. You just have like maybe a line, like you said, or a hook. Have you ever had something that just, just everything popped, everything clicked too much sauce, too much sauce. Yeah. Perfect. I, I didn't hesitate writing it. It, it just flew off the pin. <laughs> Those are the it best. <laughs> when you're writing, great. that is the best. It's almost like when you're cutting uh, uh, wrapping paper for presents, and you get that little yeah. <laughs> like everything's yeah. a smooth. Yeah. It was just like that, brother. <laughs> you ever just go in the booth and mess around and just freestyle and throw things at the wall and see what sticks? Sometimes. Sometimes. What is your you know, favorite method of all those things? I mean, I know, I know, you you know, everybody probably uses different methods, but what is your what is your go-to? Like if you're having trouble, let's say it's the opposites happen. It's not flowing and you're having a little bit of writer's block and, and you're having trouble maybe figuring out where a song ends or, or maybe the hook to it or, and everything else is in place. Like how do you fit the other pieces in where, where do you go to, to, to fix things like that? Well, that's kind of funny. You said that cause I'm in the middle of that. <laughs> I got a song that I'm working on. It's called truth. I'm actually even put a little preview on Facebook not too long ago. Okay. Um, I was singing on it. I don't know if you remember. I think I do remember. I think I mentioned I something singing. about it. I might have commented. Actually, I'm actually and I'm actually singing in yeah. the booth. That's me singing in there. Um, now I'm at a part where I'm stuck. Right. But the other day I got out of it. <laughs> um, what the trick is is you just you you can't force it. Right. It's got to just. You can't chase it. Yeah, you got to let it come to you, right? Yes, sir. Because I mean, when I do try to, when I try to like force it, mm -hmm. it, it'll sound not the way I want it to. Right. You'll be able. Like, you, you, nobody else. You'll be able to tell, right? That it that it's forced. Oh yeah. Anybody else will be like, like my wife will probably be like, oh yeah, that sounds great. It's really good. And you're like, mm -mm, nope. Me, Let me tell I'm you like, why it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, me, I'm like this shit sounds like garbage. Yeah, yeah. So, isn't that funny perspective though that you know the the different ears listening to it that that's always a fascinating thing as well. Uh, uh, does that thought ever enter into your mind of maybe maybe you feel like the song's not there, but all, everybody's telling you fire? Is that a situation where you go, okay, maybe I need to give it a different chance or? Are you just pretty like to yeah. your guns and not like, nah, no, fuck no, that. no, 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 I'll try to give it a different chance. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I, I will definitely try to give it a different chance. Um, but yeah, there is songs of mine that I'm like, people like, like my wife, Antisocial, my wife loves that song. Mm -hmm. I'm not big on it. Right. I'm, it's I, not I your thing. It. I made it. I love the bars. Right. But there's just something about it to where it's like, yeah. Yeah. Like maybe if you tweak it. this or tweak that or. Well, something. that's what I might go do. Remix. Anyway, well, I might change things up. <laughs> <laughs>
Because, I don't know. I just, when I listen, like I said, when I listen to it, I'm just, ah. Do you feel like it has potential? Like there's something there and that's why you feel like you still need to work with it or yeah? That's exactly what it is. Um, I, I rushed making it. Made it in like right. an hour. Yeah. And I don't like doing it. Right. So that's really where I'm at. Like, ah. Do you ever go back? Do you do you let them sit? Like I know when I write things, one of the, the little techniques they taught you is go back a few days later and and reread it at, at, or see how it sounds. Do you ever go back just like several days later, like leave it alone, set it down for a minute, and go back to it, see if you still have the same perspective? Because like you said, if you rush something, it, it may be hard to tell within the moment how you truly feel about it. I, I want to say yes and no. Um. Yeah, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Um, and then no, because I, I'll, I'll move on to something else. Right. Because sometimes I it is time to move on, right? Yeah. yeah. You're not everything's a hit. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Not everything you make is going to be like, oh, my God. <laughs> right. You know and it's like anything else. You, you, you're, you know, like in a fight, you're just trying things or, or, or on a game, you're trying buttons and you find some that work and sometimes some don't. Right. It's just just yeah. kind of part of the game. But but that's, you know, you learn some lessons from those kind of things as well. You, you kind of learn what your perspective is and, and, and what your style is from those type of situations, right? Because that yeah, tells you who you do want to be and who you don't want to be. Uh, speaking yeah. of that, uh, you posted and talk as little or as mu- or, or not at all about this if you want to um, on your 10-year challenge. ha <laughs> I knew this was going to come up. It is, it is because you got, it got me curious because we didn't talk about it last time. So I want to get into well, a little, as know. much as you're comfortable getting into. What happened? How'd you get through it? And how do we get this coop on this side of things? And what happened to change you? Okay. We're going to go back about 10 no, 12 years, 11 years. I was in a bad state. I drank mm-hmm. a lot. Um, I did a lot of drugs. Mm-hmm. Cocaine. cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was just spiraling out. Of, I, Me and my baby, my, my wife now had split up. We were, you know, she left me. Right. I was horrible. You know, I was. Thanks of youth, yeah. I, no, well, I was a bad dude. Like, yeah, yeah. I didn't work a lot. You know, I was not the greatest dude. Right. So I got into alcohol and cocaine and all that. And I got into a bad situation with a friend and I got, you know, sent to prison. Right. Uh, I'm not going to discuss why. That's it's fine. Not, it's not important. No, it's um, not. But in the overall story, you're not that coop anymore, anymore, right? Yeah, you know, I didn't, I didn't no. fucking murder or rape anybody. It's nothing right. bad. Um, I mean, it is bad enough to go to fucking prison, but right. And the and the point so, of this isn't isn't what you did, but the point is, you were somebody then, but you're somebody different now. Like, so oh, if yeah. you're if you're still at that point of the ten year okay. challenge, if you're in prison, if you're going to prison, if you just got out of prison. 
who you are now is not who you're going to be in the future. And you don't have to look back on that because the past doesn't exist anymore. The only person you are is who you are right now in this moment. You want to hear something funny? The past, or, the past or the future doesn't exist. No. Past, past <laughs> is history. Exist. Future is a mystery. It doesn't exist. Mike Tyson say all that time. I don't know who originally said it, but Mike Tyson's who I heard say it. Yeah. That's one of my favorite sayings. Mike Tyson was one of the first guys I ever heard say it as well. Um, Joe Rogan was the second. Yeah. Um, so I go to prison. Mm-hmm. I do almost three years. While I'm there, I make a decision to either, you know, get my life together or, you know, this is going to be your life. Right. This is this. You're going to be in and out of prison. Well, thank God you were aware enough to understand that there was a decision, because I think a lot of people get in that situation and they feel like there's not a decision. But there is. Right. There's always a decision. Mm -hmm. There's always a choice. Mm-hmm. You always have a choice. Always. Now whether that now whether that choice is the right one, I don't know. That's up to you. I don't, you right. know what I mean. That's, I made mean, my choice. Is different, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Not mm-hmm. everybody's forks are the same in the road. <laughs> right. So I had a choice to go one way or the other way. I choose to go this way. Right. Um. There's a saying in prison, though. There's an eighty twenty rule. You're either mm-hmm. going to become part of the eighty percent that come back. Mm-hmm. Or you're going to be part of the 20% that gets out of here and does something with their life. And, and you move the fuck on and you forget about this place. Becomes a memory. It, because it's horrible. Mm-hmm. You, prison is still segregated. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Till this day. Till now it's it's not. If you've never been to jail or prison, let me tell you, it is not cool like you see on uh, TV or movies. Yeah, or, no. It is nothing. No. There's nothing cool or gangster about being in jail or prison. It sucks. It's a miserable experience. Um, whether you're in there for an hour in a holding cell or do years, it ain't gonna be fun. It's it's horrible. Yeah. It's not a place you want to be. It's um, punishment, not fundament. You're, you're told when to eat, when to sleep, when to shit, when to piss, when when to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. No more. So, I'm grown. Like yeah. It's it, we don't care. No more. I'm grown. <laughs> no. <laughs> Your ass is grown and in prison. Yeah. <laughs> you got a CEO to tell him what to do. <laughs> right. Right. So I get out uh, the end of 2013. That's why I say 2014. You know, really, I got I got out November 20th, 2013. Okay. Um, I was on parole for a month. Um, I did great, you know. I got a job right out as soon as I got out. Um, I got a job at the depot down here in Tucson cooking. Mm-hmm. And now I didn't jump right into music. I'm not gonna lie, you know. Right. I was. I was. I. I still my head. You know. I'm. I'm free. Ah! Yeah. So yeah. I get out. I party a little bit. I don't know why. You know, I have a little fun. But then I get back on track. Yeah. I get back on track. Um, and then, you know, me and my baby mama get back together, my wife, mm-hmm. um, we reconciled. I'm not the same guy. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'm not out here fucking off and not paying our bills and right. I'm being way more responsible now. So we, you know, I came to her and I said, Hey, you know, I'm thinking about doing music again. Mm-hmm. No, nah, I don't know where this is going to go. You know, I right. said, but I need to know if you're going to support me. 
Yeah. She said, yeah, yeah, you know, I got you. And we've been on this roller coaster ride. That is yeah. music. That is music. <laughs> I mean, entertainment is is a is a hell of a field, isn't it? <laughs> it's a crazy profession to pick. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, no, I still have my nine to five. Right, I, right. I, you know, I landscape. As I landscape. as do I. Yes, sir. This is I, I. I pay more for this podcast than this podcast pays me. You you know how it is sinking money and then I pay more for the music than it pays me. Technology gets past you, and now now we in 4K instead of 1080. So now I need this camera and this light. And <laughs> I already know. Need, yeah. My thing with the show, too, though, is I, I don't want it ever being overpolished because to me, part of what I want to be special about it is the realness of it and the rawness of it, whether it's a little kid, you know, interrupting me because I've had grandkids come on here and you stick their little head in or, you know, a wife hollering at you from the background to do the dishes. You know, just it, it's a real, real and raw moment. It's not like a, a interview or, or a, a put on situation. I like these to be true. Just like me and you, we're just friends. We're just catching up. We're having a conversation about what's going on. What's been going on since last time we talked. Uh, oh, yeah. Things like oh, that. Yeah. Do, you, do you feel that in your music as well? That, that that's what you want to come across more than anything is kind of the, Especially nowadays in times, there needs to be a realness to it, right? Yeah, I can't wait till you hear my album. I can't either. Man. Man, Do we have a date? Do we have a projected date yet? or? I don't want to give one. Because when I give one, I got to make that date. Right, I got you. I hate giving myself a date. But I will tell you, I I am dropping a single really soon. Good, good, like good. Really, really soon. Make sure you tag me and Chronic in it so we can, so we um, can get on it, man. I also have a new video coming as well. I'm gonna do a video for Antisocial. So, was some of those? Was that was that a video or a little clip you did or something that guy did? It was really good. And then those pictures you had a set of new pictures, like where you were in the studio. Whoever that dude is, takes some really good stuff too. Oh, that was with Martin. Yeah, that's that my was, new engineer. Yeah, that's that yeah, that's, fire, bro. that's why I said I can't wait for you to hear my album. Like my new wait. music, my new music is so good. Like oh. it's like you think my music is good now, you're gonna hear it and you're gonna go, okay, yeah, he leveled up. He just done leveled up. Well, that Folks. that's I was here. Now I'm gonna be here. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's that's so awesome too to to get to go with you on that journey. And that's why I tell people to, to watch these podcasts, to, to buy their merch, to, to listen to their music, to, you know, as simple as sometimes liking and subscribing a YouTube channel or any way you can to support any kind of artist, whether it's you or comedians or, uh, uh, because all those things is, is why we do it really. Right. Is because, uh, of of fans, cause we're fans and, and we just want to share the joy we have for something. I'm just an artist trying to share my music. That's it. Yeah. Which is like I said on that post, I don't do this shit to make be famous. I really honestly, honestly don't. I make music because it's my therapy. Mm -hmm. It keeps me out of trouble. Right. And I like making music. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I just love making music. Now something happens, wow, you know, I'll be fucking it's still gonna be surreal to me. Yes. You know what I mean? Because yes. for me, I'm just a kid from the ghetto. 
I can't. I'm, that's, I'm from the south side of St. Louis. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, for me, it would mean it would be dope. I'm not gonna lie, but All I'm right. not doing it for that. No, that's that's just like I've been doing this shit for a long time. Like, yeah. I used to, now I used to record back in 2005 to 2008. I did uh-huh. record. Now that music you will never find though. The engineer like disappeared. Just disappeared. Yeah, and I don't that's have crazy. I wish I would have it on a CD. You know what I mean? But I, I've moved so many times since then. Yeah. You know, I go into prison. I lost everything. Yeah. And I had so, to start back over. So I, I did have music before. I wish I had that old music, to be honest. Then you'd really see the elevation. I, I, yeah. I, it's the, it, it's good. It's like, you know, now, I, I, a guy who just started listening to this podcast and he started way back at the audio version. So it's cool to listen to him tell listening all the way through it is it is it cool hearing those stories like from guys like me and other people is like this is awesome being on this journey with you so oh fuck yeah dude this shit's inspiring to me because it, it shows me that you know i'm not the only one not giving up on my dreams you know what I mean? right because sometimes you feel like you're alone mm-hmm. when you're doing this shit now i'm not saying like alone like i'm just saying like it's you against the world, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sometimes, but it, you're not though. You know, when I speak with a guy like you, I, I I feel like hell yeah, he gets it. He gets my everyday struggle. My, you know what I mean? Because yeah. some people just don't fucking get it, and and they're no. not meant to get it. And right. That's and, and that's yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that is fucking okay with me. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, but I love is. when I talk with guys like you because you get it. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it, it is. It is good talking with people who, who kind of get it. And that's the great thing about Jen, too, is uh, talking with her. She really gets it. And she's really a great sounding board for, you know, ideas and things like that. Is there uh, somebody uh, close to you, maybe your wife or a cousin or somebody like that, that's a sounding board that you talk to kind of first when you want to bounce ideas off of them? Or? My best friend, John. John? Yeah, my best friend, John. My my uh, no I'm no I'm not saying I won't ask my wife when I I'll ask right. my wife for like club beats and shit yeah like, hey what do you think of this what do you think of, do you think a girl would like this? like I always ask her her female opinion that's really what I use my wife for. like because right. my wife is she's she's not critical but she'll tell me the truth yeah. And that's all. Yeah, that's and that's what uh, you need. You don't need somebody. Yes, 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 no, yes. No, you need somebody to tell you no once in a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a good thing about Jen too. I don't have to worry about her bullshit and me blowing smoke up my ass. And and sometimes it's really hard to find. And I get people just want to be positive, so they just want to tell you about what what's good. But to me, some of the constructive criticism or or, or some of the things you don't like is what I need to improve because I can't fix something if I don't know it's broken. If you're just telling me all the time that everything I do is great. If you're told you're great, you're great, you're great, you're great, you're great, you're great. How do you know you're not bad? (laughs) Yeah. Then you get on American Idol and they're laughing at you. (laughs) That's because your friends didn't tell you the truth. Your friends didn't tell you the truth. And and everybody needs those kind of people in in their lives to tell them the truth because even, even the greatest creator of ideas has stupid ideas and you need somebody to go. Yeah. Not that one. Because at least in the beginning, all my ideas seem great. Oh, you know, dude, I'll, I'll tell you what, man, 
some I'll show my wife a song and she'll be like, nope, that, that, yeah, that's nope. not it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's why I said she's not critical, but she is critical. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. she's not demeaning like, oh, you suck. No, it's just, right. that's not good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is so not yeah, you, this does not resonate with me. But you need critical uh constructive criticism in your life because like I said, if you're being always told you're great, you're great, you're great, you're great. How do you, how do you know what your flaws are? Right. Because you got I'm flaws. You, know, right. you got flaws. Yeah. But you're not gonna know what they are huh. if they're if they're always yes, 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 yes in you. Mm-hmm. Because that's not how you get better. And I'm not yeah, I'm not easily I tell people you, even even with me, like it doesn't have to be constructive. If you don't like a shirt I wore, you don't like the way I shave my beard, you don't like my background, yeah. Let me know. Like I, you know, we we may even disagree on on your opinion, but I want to know it because I want to process it, and, and maybe it will trigger something that could be better. And maybe you feel like a whole lot of other people, so you're representing them, and and I'm changing yeah. it for everybody. You know, so it's it's it, at least always be honest in your feedback, right? I always say I don't mind you giving me negatives, but just just tell me the things you do like, and and I don't mind you telling me the things I like. Just don't. Only tell me the things you like. Tell me what you don't like, too. Yeah, of course. Of course. Like, like I said, my wife will tell me, oh, that shit sucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's the best thing I could ever have. Yeah. It, and we're all human. And I'd rather I'd rather it maybe I'm, it's real hard to offend me. But if you do and for some reason I do get butt hurt, I'm grown. Like, I'm going to get over it. Like, there's there's never going to be a B for something because I got butt hurt. I'm going to process it, try to figure out why I got butt hurt over that situation and and and, well that's another flaw though right you're seeing that you're like why did i get upset at that aware yeah as long as you're aware of it this is my daughter hello (laughs) my daughter (laughs) (laughs) so it's it's my baby so it's if you're aware of it you fix it yes and that's what you know jordy jordy taylor amazing yeah Fucking amazing guy. I I cannot say anything bad about that guy ever. Yeah. He's such a great dude. Like I've never met a great dude like in my life till I met Jordy. Yeah. That dude is so awesome. That's why I did that song for him. What and what makes him so great is because he's something that so many people aren't today and what I'm trying to become, and that's what we just said a minute ago. Aware. Oh. It's the yeah. hardest thing to be sometimes aware. Like aware of your it own really bullshit, is. aware of your own yeah, shortcomings, aware of your own good things to where you don't bash yourself when you shouldn't. There, there's so much that we need to be aware of that just sometimes whew, that that he's just that dude that gets it. So, dude, dude I, I, I just talking about it, I get goosebumps. You know what I mean? Like he's just been such a positive influence in my life. Speaking of which, that song, too, you can tell he was because that song is so yeah. Like not on a on a technical aspect, it fits his 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 character so perfectly, but on a, a feeling uh, aspect of it and how it resonates, it, it it comes through like so strong and so real, like it's like a Rocky song, like a song in Rocky, like you know you watch it now you and all of a sudden I want to be a boxer, I'm gonna go out there and start training and shit. Hell yeah, hell yeah, yeah. That's it's like I I'd, I'd been out of. Uh, I don't know. It's been since I wrestled now. 
I mean, I've, I've been wrestling a few times here recently, but before that, it's been a while, right? Yeah. Good year or so. Yeah. Yeah, it's been been well over a year, and that song is one of the things that made me think maybe I got two or three more left in me. Let me get out there I, I, and do I'm it. I'm glad I can do that. Yeah. So that's that's if you haven't heard that song, definitely listen to that song. Um, oh. Also, Jordy uh, Taylor on Strap Facebook. King. It's called Strap King. Strap King. Yes, it's called Strap King. It's a uh, uh, is it on? Why? Maybe it's I'm listening to your stuff on Spotify, but I feel like I'm listening to it uh, on YouTube. It's on my album. <laughs> I was say I've been hitting the head a lot. I know I've listened to it a lot. It's, Sometimes I can't remember where from. To be honest, it's the intro to my album. Okay. And yeah. I've seen it also in connection with like, his promo videos. It's really great. Oh yeah, that's it. Well, that's his entrance song. I gave mm-hmm. it to him. He has that's his. Um, he, he was like. He, he was like, "You don't have to put it on your album." I'm like, "Dude, I would, I want to put it on my album." <laughs> you you kind of have to because the, the kind of the people that are going to be listening to that at the shows are going to then go, "I need to hear that song." Where is it at? So it, you know, for them, like you know, you have many different fans of different things and different ways you reach out to them, whether it's through a song, wrestling like that, a, a video, mm-hmm. or Spotify, or uh, we talk about it on here. There, there, there's many different ways. Uh, yeah, uh, to get that cross, isn't that crazy? Yeah, well, you can even just go on his page. He posts it so much. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's always, on there a lot. He's and always posting it. If I remember correctly, I, he's got a pretty good too. promo video with it of of him. Yeah, he's got uh, a he's got a few. Yeah, I think as I believe he's got a few. Um, you know, writing that was so fun. It was so much fun. Oh, was, I bet. Because you're a wrestling so fan as, as well, anyway, right? Oh. Yeah. We talked about that before. Obviously. Oh, I'm a huge wrestling fan. You had, if you didn't listen huge. to the last one, then yeah. Huge wrestling fan. I'm, I, it's ridiculous how much I love that. I get a pro wrestling crate every month. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I get, I get a lot. I get two shirts, um, an autographed signature. Um, I always get a little micro brawler. Uh, it, it comes with tons of stuff, lapel pins. Um, oh, those are some of the coolest ooh, cool. little things anyway, those little monthly th- things. My brother got me one for uh, – uh, You can get it through ProWrestlingTees.com. That man crate I get it for my birthday. Uh, I think it was Christmas. birthday or Christmas. My brother got me this thing called Man Crate that was pretty cool. Oh, was, I've heard about those. Yeah, it, and, and let me tell you the crate. Yeah, it took forever to get the crate open. It's It's what put together – it had the uh, the um, whiskey. No, the uh, the uh, taco. The yes, the pan. The pan and the fajita maker. Oh, love the yeah. So and it had a uh, some like carne asada seasonings and just about anything you would need to 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 prepare some stuff like that. Okay. Uh, speaking of which, shout out to all the people that. Uh, Put in hard work making them tamales this December. My daughter came to visit us, and I finally got some tamales after years of not being able to have any Tucson tamales, and I'm pretty happy about that. Uh, do you ever uh, have anybody that, that that does that close to you, or do you ever get any around Christmas time, the, the tamales <laughs> from out there? I got Mexican family, homie. <laughs> oh, so yeah, so yeah, we the same. We get in the, yeah, you you understand that. But let me tell you this too: that I was kind of offended because she only brought me twelve, and I was and I was supposed to share that with other people. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, come on, now I get these once a year, like it's the perfect, best tasting tamales, and 
And you're going to bring me 12. Yeah, right? <laughs> Look, uh, I've, I've even bought some from, from the dudes walking around with the Igloo coolers. And, and if you're from Tucson, you probably know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I've been in Tucson 24 years. 24 years. I was there, I guess, about seven off and on. And then, oh, Lord, my brother and the rest of the family's been there for a long time. I can't even remember uh, exactly how. But we we are shooting out there to visit at some point in April. So when we get out there, we're definitely going to try to get by and see you. So if you're performing anywhere that, about that time, let us know, and we'll do a little live thing from where you're performing. When, when are you guys coming out? April? It'll be about mid-April-ish, we late think. April. Mid or late April. Damn, dude, mid if it's mid-April, I'm going to be in Salt Lake City, Utah, bro. I think it's late April, early May now because of prom. Because I have – I'm on I'm on the Stoner Jordan Fest 5 lineup. It, is that the one you were posting up that I was sharing? No, that was a Tucson one, wasn't it? Yes. Okay. That was Tucson. The one I'm talking about in April is Stoner Jordan Fest 5. It's, he's a dope-ass artist. He tours the United States like – eight times a year <laughs> yeah um and he has this stoner jordan fest every year this is number five and he always has it in wow. salt lake city um it'll be at liquid joe's okay um it's like a three-day event and, and you'll be performing uh like just one of the days or all the days or uh, there i believe it's saturday it'll be there saturday i i asked for a saturday i believe heck yeah that's always so, fun doing the travel. I love doing road shows. Hop up there that way. <laughs> right? Yeah, Utah. Fun, dude. <laughs> Man, yeah. I wish. Yeah, you you know that's what I need. In the building, I'm talking like super super special shout out to Arizona for for making it legal. Uh, by the way, uh, I I don't. Oh yeah. Don't remember if it was last time. I know it was medicinally, but uh, now it is totally legal. So. Yeah, it's medicinal. Um, shout out to to everybody in Arizona for making that happen, man. Finally, because years and years of me being out there, I, I helped with the collecting signatures and all that kind of shit for years and years. Every two years, you know, every time they had an election, they tried, and I, I really didn't think it was going to happen out there. So I was I was really so happy uh, uh, when it did. Uh, except for my plug friends, sorry about that, bros. I know that. Might have hurt your biz a little bit, but y'all are still doing okay. Uh, we'll, we'll say who they are, but shout out to y'all. You know, I still love you. I still got much love. <laughs> Don't take it personally. It's 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 <laughs> no, no, that's, that's hey. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. got to do what you got to do, right? Because that has changed the game in a lot of areas. Um, so much to the fact that we're literally smuggling our weed down to Mexico now. I mean, you need to come to Arizona. <laughs> things, yes, things have changed up so much. Do you think plugs like that will always have a place in our society, or do you think eventually they'll dry up and go away once they nah, come down? They'll always have a place. They'll always have a place. Always. Streets but it was a ground be before people that, that mean? streets always be cheaper though. Your local plug and leave the distilleries to tourists. Oh yeah, we seen a meme that says support your local plug plug and leave the dispensaries to tourists. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> true though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I'll be honest, I don't even I don't even have a medical card. I don't need it. 
Yeah, no, no, not anymore. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say the dude's name. No, no, no. Yeah, it's it's just how it is, you know. Plugs will always be a part, a little bit better. Yeah, a little bit better. Just they're always a little bit better. You can't. I I mean, I I, honestly, I've never been in a dispensary, so I'm talking out my ass. But I wouldn't imagine you can negotiate in a dispensary like you can with your plug. Cause he gonna come at you with it's exotic and oh this this stuff here, bruh. And, and then yeah, you know, he was like, man, I had some shit better than that last week. And you go back and forth a little bit, and everybody get a process happy with. You can't do that to the dispensary, right? No, yeah, you because you can tell the plug, bro. You had this better, like you said last week. <laughs> last week, yeah. So how you gonna charge you more for this bullshit? <laughs> right, yeah. And and then they'll be like, yeah, you know, you're right. <laughs> Most dispensaries, if they're not mom and pop, they're mostly corporate too. Anyway, I know Cure Leaf's oh, just about no. taking over. They're almost the Walmart of of them. Oh, so they definitely don't care them, anyone there. A lot of them here, I believe, are like just uh, individually owned. Yeah, I don't believe that there's no corporate, you know, entity down here. Right. The That's, only one I, I know. No, we do have a Pure Leaf, but they're not everywhere. Yeah, yeah. No, they're I don't think they're everywhere in Arizona, but they're everywhere across America. I didn't realize yeah. that until I was actually looking for a CBD product by them that I'd sampled and uh-huh. pulled up Cure Leaf and it's like all these states and I was like, Holy crap, like this is this is like any other kind of franchise. Like this is a a, a, a corporate thing, I hope. Yeah. <laughs> You know, this is mom's gonna bring her home when she's gonna walk home with her friend JJ. Yummy. I love you. Yeah, I'm making chicken tacos for dinner. We had that. That's what my dad made him at our work today. We're working a barbecue place, but they brought in some tortillas and a a little bit of uh, steak and made some street tacos today. And that's this dude made some of the best pico de gallo I've ever had. We had serrano peppers in it. Oh, it was so good. I love, I love tacos. When you come here, if I am here, I'll take you to the best taco spot. Yes, please do because I'm always looking for that. Oh, there's taco spot like, especially in Arizona. Most of most of best best foods I've had so far have either been of one of two places. They've either been at an abuelita or they've been at a, a food truck. Food trucks are my thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love some of those tons of them here. <laughs> yeah, you got to take me all the good, good ones. I've only been to the ones like on the northwest side, uh, uh, over by Flowing Wells, and then a little bit in Drexel Hots. Uh, oh, you're talking about places, El Nene. Yeah. <laughs> I already know. <laughs> so, yeah, so, some I of live, those places. I live right down the street from that. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I live right down the street from El Nene. <laughs> yeah, I... uh. I live both over there on the Flowing Wells side, really close to the high school, just right down the road by the, uh, what's the name of that gas station? Stop and Go, I think maybe, was on the left. And it was down that road. It's over there by the river walk, the big, long river walk. And uh, down the road, Planet Fitness in, in, in that part of Tucson, as a matter of fact. Uh, oh, okay, that's my gym. <laughs> yeah, I, I was walking di- distance. That's the Planet Fitness I started at. Like When it first came to Tucson as a present, my brother got me like a, a membership thing, and I still got it. And still go to this day out here because of that membership. But that is the first place, the first Planet Fitness I started working at. So I got a membership too, man. I get out there, I can hit the gym with you too. If you, you oh know. hell yeah, 
get a session, oh, yeah. man. I, I love to work out. You work, you work there, though? I, I worked out there. Oh, okay. I thought you said you worked there. I was like, damn. No, I actually went to school um, at Carrington. Nice. Uh, uh, and took some classes and ended up joining the gym to to get into a good place there because I didn't want – the class I was taking, you could kind of gear off into different career paths, and I didn't know which one I wanted to take. So kind of joined oh. a gym and started – I got you. Yeah, I some, got things, you. some things like that. So oh, I'm gonna do you. College. I'm gonna do you a solid. When we're off of here, uh huh. I'm gonna have you send me your email. Oh, my yeah. cat, my cat's getting in the way right now. I'm gonna have <laughs> you send me your email, and I'm gonna send you a sneak peek <sighs> to the single that I'm going to drop soon. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I won't. I won't I'll say anything about title. it, but how I feel about it. I'll, I'll give you the I'll, title to it. Okay. Rolling slow. Rolling slow. Let me ask you this: Are what stage in the process of this album are we in? Can you tell us that? Like, are we still in the songwriting? Are we just mixing and mastering stuff? Like, where? Three quarters of the way done. Three quarters away. I got a quarter left. Okay, I got. You. I'm in. The, I'm in the home stretch. In the home stretch, I like Most that. of That's the writing. Exciting. Most of the writing is done. I have maybe like five percent more writing. And when you do drop it, are you going to do it on the your your normal platforms of Spotify and and like where else are you at? Where can they find? Where all can they find? Coop you can now? find me on iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, YouTube, Reverb Nation, pretty much anything. TikTok, like anything. Anything you find your music on, right? Anything you can find music on, you can find me. <laughs> find Coop. Yes, sir. Anything so, you can find. Because I'm, I'm, I have my distribution to DistroKid, and they mm-hmm. have like over like, you know, 60 stores that they send it to. And have have you ever had, or do you have any plans? And I ask everybody this because I'm I'm a I guess you would call me a, a vinyl head. Are you? I'm really are you, hoping people pre-order and buy it. Yeah, I'm gonna be sending out the. I'm gonna have the you the uh the iTunes link. That's mm-hmm. the one I'm gonna be promoting because I want people to buy it. Is there know? can they can, is there something they can follow you on so they now, can be alerted? Streaming is to... cool. Streaming is cool, but mm-hmm. if you can, charge, is better. oh man, if you can hard charge, copies are better. Yeah, if, I I I did hard copies for my last album. I might do it again. That's the. Look, let me tell you again, if you ever do any vinyl, let me know. I will buy the first record off the press. I did make a, you know, some good money off of that. So CDs still sell. Yeah, them, they do. You can, you can tell me they don't, but I know they do. <laughs> both, look, both CDs and record albums, I mean, you, you can find those everywhere. Now, oh, yeah. and that's just, it's a medium. Just, I prefer, like, I'm old school. I'm an old head. I, I want so. I write on notebook paper. I want I want a hard copy of something. I want to pull out either out of a CD case or a record. I want to see, you know, the the song lyrics. I want to see pictures. I want to see, you know, I want there. To, I want it to be ex- a full experience with my eyes. Listen to it, everything, yeah. and it, it's su- such a better experience. Uh, uh, now, if you want to throw it on on one of your workout lists or something, then it's great to have an avenue like Spotify where you can just add certain songs or whatever, but, but yeah, nothing beats having the hard copies for me. Um, I, I was thinking about it. So you got me thinking more now. Um, 
Because, like I said, the last time I did do it for loyalty uh, over royalty, mm-hmm. it did good. I, I, you know, I, I did well. I'm not gonna yeah. lie, I did well. Um, and I always thought this was at five dollars a copy. Yeah. Um, this one's gonna be a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna do ten dollars. Be nine ninety nine on iTunes. Which is yeah, yeah, it's more than fair. You know, I'm really hoping it does well. You know, that's that's all I can really do. Hope. Um. But I am going to do a lot of marketing. I'm not yeah, just going like, to sit on this shit and be like, oh, I hope it blows up. <laughs> that's, that's, you know, that's that's the thing that a lot of uh, entrepreneurs, entertainers don't get is that you are your own product and you're, you, who you are is, is your job because, you know, we have people support us, but it, it comes down to at the end of the day, like you're writing the songs. Like I'm, I'm here on the camera. I'm, you know, I said I got to set up the lots and the, the, this and that beforehand and then i gotta go pull the audio from the video and add this to this link and this to this link and so you, you know, know yeah, the struggle <laughs> yeah you know the struggle it's 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 it, it's works and if you're afraid of work and you're looking for something easy this is not your path it's not Give your path now. it's 24 7 like you Walk said away. we work nine to five yeah we're <laughs> nine to five while you're at that job you're posting on facebook and and trying to do stuff you 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 get home, you know, I'm, I'm booking. I got people hitting me up wanting to be on the show. I got, uh, I'm sending out booking requests, people I want on the show. I'm trying to find dates. I'm trying to fit in um, all the new things. So it, it's definitely a, a, a work. But when it's your passion, it's not a sacrifice. It's just Look, work. when you love something, you're going to sacrifice every fucking ounce of your being mm-hmm. that you have. And yeah. that's what I do when it comes to my music. I've heard if you want to make it, then you got to want it like you would your next <laughs> breath if you were drowning. You, you got to want it like the breath you breathe. Yeah. Because if you don't take it that serious, what the fuck are you doing? Right. Why are you doing it? Why the fuck are you doing it? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, at least be my, my, my goal isn't to, to reach any level other than the highest level that's available for me to reach. Success is is not defined by money. I'm really mm-hmm. tired of people being like, "Oh, well, you don't make that much money, so you're not that successful." That's not what success is about. No, to me, it's a guy that texted me not too long ago that I was telling you about, and, and talks about how wonderful one of the stories we told on the podcast made him feel, and how that it was nice to relate to somebody with anxiety. Like to me, that's success. Somebody related, and I helped somebody. Like what more of a success for this program could I have than to do things like that? And also to make new friends and, and learn new ideas and, and, and open up my culture and things exactly. like that with guys like that's you. Exactly, and other people. That's exactly what we're doing this for though. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Because mm-hmm. I can, I don't care if I don't stream a hundred billion streams, but right. if I could touch one person, yep. that's all that, that's all that matters. And, and, it, and it's true too. That's you know, all that matters. At the end of the day, that's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> like I said, if one person listens and they got something out of it, then I'm glad I did it because I got to have fun doing something I enjoy talking to people I enjoy talking to, and you got something out of it. So to me, three people got something out of it automatically. If you're going to do it, you got you to gotta love it. You got to love it. And if you I don't, love this, love man, it. I do. I love and you. If you don't I love, love your music. It, you're doing the wrong thing. Yeah, you are. You got to find your passion. I wish I could remember. I found, I found my passion when I was a kid. I yeah. knew music was my fucking lane 
Mm -hmm. I just didn't know what. Right. And I didn't know the timing. I didn't know when music was going to come into my life, but I knew music was going to play a big part of my life somehow because right. I love music as a child. Yeah. My, my two uncles were DJs. Um, I would so it was already in your blood. I would sit and watch music. Oh, yeah. So I would sit and watch music videos at, with the box. You remember the box? Mm-hmm. Where you order the Absolutely. where you order the videos. Yeah. Dude, I'd sit there, I'd watch Bone Thugs, Spice One, um, NWA, all kinds of just all kinds of people. Yeah. I could go on forever with names, but yeah. I, I you know, and I would order their videos. Mm-hmm. You know, even rock. They had rock and everything. Of course, yeah. So, and even country. So, yeah. and a lot of people don't know this, but I'll secretly tell you this. <laughs> I love country <laughs> music. I love country music. Um, I am actually going to possibly cover a couple country songs. I posted about it earlier this year. I kind of got off of it a little bit because I was focused on the album. Because mm -hmm. I want to get that shit done. Yeah. So, yeah. I was like, I kind of put it on the back burner. Right. But it's it's still in my you may head. may find its way back, right? It's finding its way back. Yeah. Like, every time I'm in the studio, I'm thinking about it. My favorite thing, because there's a lot, new artists get trashed on a lot, but my favorite thing about the new crop of artists is most of them do not let themselves be pigeonholed by a genre. I think in the beginning it can make it a little harder on them because they don't have a niche or a certain crowd already preset for them and people can be kind of confused a little bit. But overall, those are my favorite kind of things. I want to, because different things resonate with me at different times. Sometimes I need a good Johnny Cash song. Sometimes I need some Tupac. Sometimes I need some Metallica or Pantera. It's just, what you know, that's the beautiful thing, like I said, about music is there's so many genres but at the end of the day it's just things that resonate with our vibe right we need something to resonate with our vibe at that time yeah if you stick yourself in a box yeah what do you think is going to happen yeah you'll be stuck in that box especially for somebody creative like you that's the last thing you want to do is be in a box like i need to be i don't even want to see the box <laughs> There is no box. There is no box. It doesn't there exist. No box. It's imaginary. I've been in a box. You don't want to be in a box. Yeah, you don't want to be in a box. No. <laughs> I've been there. Yeah. So, no, being in a box mentally, though, when you put yourself in that category, you, you're really doing a disservice to yourself. Yeah. To your creativity, to your talent. Yeah. You're and possibly smothering. to your fans because there's some fans out there. Yeah. It breathe. <laughs> there, there could be some fans out there that, that just – you know, love that that piece, and that's the piece they needed. And all of a sudden, now you got these people that love country that are listening to you. The people that love rap are listening to you. Why wouldn't you want to uh, uh, talk to each of those people if you had the voice to do so? Uh, like you said, you really would be doing a disservice to yourself. Your creativity. Yeah. Yeah, I'm you an artist. I, I I gotta be, I gotta be open minded to everything. Yeah, you really do. I, I can't just close it off. Mm -mm. So, and I used to be like that. I used to be like, like, nah, I, I gotta be this way, you know? Right, right. I'm not like that no more. And now I write, and now I don't just write music for me. I write music for y'all now. Right, right. I'm not just, but, I used to just be like, nah. 
No, and I changed my perspective because I thought, well, why would I, if I'm going to make music that I want to listen to, well, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. Right, right. <laughs> so maybe I might want to switch that up. <laughs> Step outside the box and see what might resonate with somebody besides me. It's just like we were talking, you know, bringing it all back. Yeah, bringing it all back together is that perspective thing, right? And that's where the album comes in. And you'll hear it when you go from, you know, listening to all my stuff. Make sure as soon as it's ready for pre-order, you let me know too so I can put it out there. And I'll even shout it out on the show and, and, and everything. Cause Hell yeah, it'll be in pre-order for a month. I know a lot of my followers listen to you now, so I know they're going to want to know just as bad as I am as, 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 as soon as it's ready. Man, I appreciate that so much, man. That's really awesome. Yeah, that really no, is, dude. I, I, I put a smile on my face because I don't, you know, I. It's always the people that you know you least expect to to be your supporters, like because you'd expect it to be your family, your friends, right, the right, people that you've known for. Most it's nine times out of ten it's not though. It's always yeah, it's, it's a, guys like you that I've never met. It's gonna be that stranger. <laughs> Well, that, and that's so how you know it's legit, too, because there's no other motive. It's not, you know, we don't, we didn't know each other's stuff. So it was just literally, I was literally just drawn to the music. And I love that, dude. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's such a cool thing to meet people know, organically. Genuine and, connection. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's what I love about this show is that I don't do it to have a, I, I want to have a good show, but I don't do it to have a good show. I do it to connect, you know, and that's, Again, that's the purpose of my show for for the audience. Um, I always hated the word fans. I don't know why. Uh, maybe in wrestling stuff, when it comes to this, I feel like we're all friends. Like it's just like it's just me talking to people, and you're enjoying the conversation too. So, so I I, I want to have a lot of well, friends. You know, when people be like, "Hey, I'm a big fan of your music," I, I to me, I'm like, "Thank you." Right. It's almost embarrassing in a way. I don't know how to. It's but it's also like. Damn, I'm a humble dude. Yeah. You know I mean? I'm a very humble dude. And so right. do I appreciate it? Hell fucking yes. Never forget is that. It first awkward? Is it awkward for me? Because I'm anti-social like a motherfucker? Yes. Yeah, yeah, which it's hard for people to understand that people like us are. They always assume we're extroverts, but we're really kind of introverts that use that part of our ourselves to kind of put out there uh, uh, to be with other people. It's like another part of our personality. So... We're kind of those split personality people. Yeah, it's kind of crazy because people were like, well, how do you do? How are you an entertainer? Like, you don't even like people. <laughs> but I'm like, it's not that I don't like people. Right, right. No, that's, it's, it's that's not what antisocial is about. Like, no. I just, and it's not even that I like social skills. Yeah. My, it, look, it, one of these ghosts I'm just very, attacked me. I can be very social. Yeah. But what, what what my problem, and it's probably most people's problem these days with society, is too many fucking people are opinionated. Yeah, or I don't want to hear your fucking opinions. No, <laughs> keep that shit to yourself. I'm not gonna tell you mine. Right, I don't mind if you understand that it's an opinion. The people that bother me, the people that tell you their opinion like it's a truth, and they try to make you swallow it. Yes. <laughs> and they get mad because, but people do that over everything. I've talked about this on the show before. People are so silly. They'll take sides over what goes on a hot dog. I've literally seen 
people argue over putting mayonnaise on a hot dog or ketchup on a hot dog or this is gross or you're, you know, even up to your fucking stupid because you eat your hot dog that way. It's like, really? It's just the way they like it. It's, it's, <laughs> I've seen it all. A crazy so, society we live in, right? For me, oh yeah. So, so for me, I just I stand on myself. I'm not, I'm in my lane. I'm in my I'm I'm in my zone. I'm not. I don't step out of it. Right. This is my socializing. This is what I do to socialize. <laughs> I, yeah, that, and that's cool. Yeah. Me, I, I chop it up with my best friend. You know, mm-hmm. I got right. my mom. You I got, got my wife. Right. I got my kids. Yeah. I got my other homie Deshaun, you know. So I got I got a few friends. I got my homie Doughboy in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. He's another artist. Um I got my homegirl Unique Divine in, in Phoenix. She's an artist. So I got people. I, right. I, I have people that I chop it up with. I just don't kick it with normal people. Right. Eagles yeah. don't fly with pigeons. No, it is what it is, right? And I'm sorry to say that it sounds harsh. But well, I'm that, a motherfucker. The problem is that. we live in a society where you got to apologize for saying something like that. Like, here's the thing: why can't somebody just hear that and disagree with it and be like, "Okay, that's that's a good idea. I don't well, agree with it," and then move on to the next thing. Yeah, that's what we need to normalize. Yeah, like instead of uh, again, everybody resorts to "you're stupid" or "you're you know whatever," you know they they got to dig in and it, and it becomes this weird thing and it's like really over. Over nothing, really. It's like you can. Yeah, you're gonna take a trip with me. I gotta go get something to drink. Hey, man, I'll, I'll take a trip with you. I need to get a little something to drink here myself here in a in a minute. My throat always gets so parched doing these shows. I need some Gatorade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't drink a lot of soda these days. I try not to. You're horrible, I'm, man. I'm not, I'm not, I don't drink it, but I just try. Yeah, not right. To. They poison. I tried. It's one of those things. It's a. Uh, I try at least to keep in moderation. Um, uh, my, my drug of choice has always been food. So I've had a love hate relationship, especially since I decided to play so many sports in my life that required me to drop weight. Um, <laughs> and now I'm at an age where my knees, uh, also require me to not weigh, uh, too much. <laughs> bro, if you go back to my like first couple of videos, bro, I was like 115 pounds in those videos, dog. I am now currently 170. That's that's great. I know my son there for he didn't leave 135 for years, and I think I asked him recently, and he might be like 150. And it's same thing, you know. He's like what six two, six three, something like that. Skinny, it, as skinny, skinny as a rail, but wide and shoulders are wide as a semi. It's, it's crazy how over over time your metabolism. Uh, uh, changes and how hard it can be. People don't understand. Like it's it's hard to lose weight, but to me, I always thought it'd be even harder to put it on. Well, I just started lifting weights. Mm-hmm. I never really like in high school. I did, but after that, I couldn't care less. You know, and it didn't hinder me from getting a woman. <laughs> so, but here's the thing. I'll tell you why I put on the weight. So. After my video, All Gas, No Breaks, was dropped, I this chick commented on a post that I posted that I had the body of an 11-year-old. <laughs> so kind of hurt my feelings. 
Right. It's one of those things, like I said, if we're in the moment, we, we butt hurt, but then I'm sure you process well, it with like, so well. In my moment, in my moment, I got butt hurt and told her to shut up, you know, and I shouldn't have. <laughs> right. She was right. Right. She, did she hurt my feelings? Nah. Yeah. Well, sometimes we need our feelings hurt, right? A little but bit. you need to be told the truth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes in your life. It always so, turns out better. My wife loves it. You know what I mean? I, I'm not skinny anymore. I'm not a fucking toothpick, you know? Um, It took some adjusting for me to get used to. I had to get rid of all my clothes. <coughs> not yeah. getting fit anymore. So, because I was bigger. <laughs> it's like, okay. Now, so, but yeah, that's the reason I put on all the weight. I, I was like, oh, I don't want to be that well, guy. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad you, like you said, you was able to do it through weightlifting and stuff. Because I, I, I do know some people, like I said, that honestly have trouble. That you know they they they're doing like these crazy 3,500 calorie diets and all this stuff, and they'll they, they don't, don't ever fill do out. Though. They just get these they get these beer belly things, and they yeah. don't really gain weight. All they get all bloated. They get yeah. bloated. <laughs> yeah. Now I will tell you, are they lifting weights? I, well, you know how it you is can't when thirty five hundred calories, right? And then not and not be working out to do something with it. Where do you think it's gonna go? Yeah, where do you think it's, it's gonna, gonna be a muscle? Uh uh. Well, you, so you know, it's like that. It's like that guy that says, uh, "I'm taking steroids," and I just find out three months later that apparently I go to the gym and work out too. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it don't work just. No, you don't just pump yourself full of shit. Still got to put in the work. Still got to put in the work. That's what people think. They they see these shortcuts and stuff, and that's the problem is everybody's looking for all these shortcuts, but really the best way to do it is always going to be to put in the work, kind of like we talked about, If you right? cut corners your whole fucking life, you ain't ever going to get there. No. You ain't no. ever going to get there. If no. I cut corners at every turn that I had, I'd be fucked. I wouldn't yeah. be sitting here talking to you right now. Right. I'd be fucking fucked. <laughs> so the whole corner cutting thing is for people that just are trying to get ahead today. Well, when it comes to being healthy, you know, in your immune system and all the different things that are out there that can attack your immune system, it's people want a magic shot, a magic pill, magic dust. Just give me something where I don't have to do anything, where I don't have to. I don't have to drink more water. I don't have to make sure I get enough sleep. I don't. I don't have to get out there and walk every once in a while and get some sunshine. Like I just, well, just guess get what? Guess what? There is no fucking magic pill. There's not. There's not. There's no you better. Just gotta get up and do the work. Then you, you got to do the work. So if you're, I couldn't stress that anymore. Right. Yeah, and I, I think like, it's been a good theme of this episode too. That if if you want to get into even Kevin a Hart, serious hobby, Kevin Hart once said. He said, my friends always tell me that I'm lucky. He said, no. Well, it's kind of funny because the harder I work, the luckier I get. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. it's not the lucky. Uh -uh. He's not lucky. It, he it's like with, works hard. Right. It's like with manifesting. I believe in manifesting when there's work with it. I don't believe you can just sit in a chair and go, hum, and just think things into existence. you got to put the work with it. you got to... Just like what you're doing, the podcast thing. Everybody wants to just get a mic, get a computer, get some lights, get a setup, and they think they're going to fucking blow up. Yeah. 
They don't have one guest ever. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've yeah. seen it. Yeah. That's why I said I'm proud of you, bro. Like there's, you kept two, there's like two million out there, I think. You got a whole year already. Yeah. It's... And now you're about to do another lap. Yeah. About doing another there's lap. There's guys out there that I know that have podcasts ain't never done shit, bro. Yeah. And have always asked me to come on. I'm not going on your show that has no listeners. <laughs> you <laughs> haven't put in the work yet, bro. Right, yeah. Yeah, and they don't want so to. They want me. people want to rap. Right. But they don't want to pay the money to rap. And they, they don't want to invest the money, the time, the effort, money, right? I will break down my budget for you. I pay anywhere for a video, 500 and up. Right. I pay $50 an hour for studio time. Graphics, depending on what I want, 75 and up. Right. Now, mixing and mastering, 50 an hour. Yeah. And I've heard people try to skip that too, and it just, oh my God, talk about cutting then, corners. That's not a corner you want to cut. That's only half of what I, there's other shit that I pay for as well. Mm -hmm. Marketing. Of course. So. And the time that you'll never get back. You put so much time into it. People don't understand. Bro. <laughs> I Touring. You got to go somewhere. You got to, you know. Six, no, do a podcast. We cover I'm shows. And... I'm on my sixth year. Okay. So I put in probably anywhere to 3,000 hours of studio time easily in the last six years. Easy. Man, you know what I mean? Like just paying for it, recording, sometimes not even doing anything, just partying. Yeah, but that was learning lessons too, though. When I started it, you know, I'd go yeah. in there with my buddies, party, not get anything done, of course. Yeah, done. but now some of those nights I did get shit done. <laughs> well, I was just say some of those, you, you know, you some of your best material may come from those. And, and what is it they say about you, you learn to, um, how to be wise by doing the uh, silly things in, in your youth and, and without doing the silly things, you can never become wise, right? Because you, you oh, don't course. really, you don't really learn. If you don't fuck up, how you going to learn? Like I told you, if everybody tells you great, 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 great. Right. How the fuck do you know what to work on? <laughs> how can I make it better? <laughs> yeah. Cause I feel like there's always room for improvement. Just always. I, 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 like, keep I, can, I can literally get better at rapping tomorrow. Yeah. You can get better right. at podcasting tomorrow. Yeah. You can be a better host tomorrow. And, and I will because the I'm going to put in. The next and, day. The next yes, day. Because as soon as we get off and I get through with all the technical stuff that's going to take me another two hours, then I'm going to get on there and I'm going to read articles about having a conversation better and about how to listen better and, 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 and psychology. You're, and put the work you're, putting, in. you're putting in the work. And that's what you're supposed to do. If you do not, Put in the work. It is not just going to magically fall into your lap. No. <laughs> There's no magic beam. And There's I don't no really appreciate it as much. And I don't think I'd really want it to. I like having to kind of work for certain things. If I gave you a million dollars or you earned a million dollars, which one would make you feel better? Yeah, earning it by far, right? You wouldn't really feel good if I gave it to you. No. But if you worked your fucking ass off, 
man, that that feel really good in the end. Now right? you're satisfied, yeah, and, and that's that's called, that's, satis- that's called satisfaction. Yeah, and being proud of yourself. Yeah, and, and in everything in life, no no matter what you're doing, no matter what your task is, is is you can be that in in anything. We're not just talking about entertainment or rapping or podcasting. Being a dad, being a mom, um, at your job. Uh, what was that? What was that quote that the Ultimate Warrior would always say? It, it was something like, "Fuck." It, it, it always resonated with me so well, but I can't remember what the the words right now. Of course, when I'm trying to remember it. Of course, on the spot, put yourself on the spot. But it, co- it goes along the lines of like, if you, if you live a life and if at the end of it, it's gonna flash before your eyes, and that, not you have to look at that. Was it worth looking at? It's kind of along those lines. Right, you're writing your story in life, and you're gonna you're gonna reread it, rewatch it at the end of your life. Are you gonna be happy with the story you wrote? Are you gonna be Are you gonna be happy with what you see? You know what I mean? Because that's in the end, that's what you're gonna see. You're gonna that's, see your yeah. whole life, yeah, in flashy. So, speaking of that, is there is there any but, bucket but list thing? But the ultimate warrior thing was like if, it, like the the person like if it didn't make your blade your your blood pump, then you know, yeah, that man didn't live a great life. Or I can't something like that. I can't remember the the actual that quote. Was, but, was that his um? He said it on Hall of Fame speech? On Raw. Yeah, he said it on his last night on Monday Night yeah, Raw. Yeah, we had that. Yeah, I remember that now. Before he died, like eight days before he died or some shit. Which is ironic. So crazy. Yeah, it's so it's ironic. It's so ironic that he got brought back into WWE and died like eight days later. It's so crazy. Maybe that's that was his unfinished business before he had to go, you know? it's Yeah, like, like, like God let him do that. Yeah. Let him get that off his chest before he got it to go and make peace with it because, you know, he didn't leave WWE in, in a good spot. Uh, speaking of, of that kind of um, thing and the end getting closer for all of us, cause the window gets, you know, shuts more. It doesn't open up as we get older. Obviously, are there any kind of bucket list things that you, you haven't done accomplished been to that, that are kind of on your mind right now, um, short term or long term? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, do a song with 50 Cent <laughs> before he retires, man. Because, you know, that, one day he will. I'm still yeah. young. You know, I'm yeah. a little bit younger than he is. Do you um, – Rappers are rapping older. I mean, you, you know, but he's LML still, still doing some stuff. 50 Cent still doing some stuff. Tech 9 one of my favorites, still doing some stuff. Oh, yeah. The old like Tech still going. Do you, Dr. Do you, Dre just came out with a whole little CD, like – I know one of the things Eminem mentioned is I don't know if I want to keep doing this because I don't know if I'm too old to rap or not. Is there a too old to rap? Or as long as you, you still know, got it, you just still got it. I think that's a myth, to be honest. I think that's just for, like, if you want to make it, make it, like, right now. Like, you got to be young, yeah. But if you're looking to make music and be independent, a cat like me has no age. Right. There's no... I mean, Stoner Jordan, the guy that I'm t- talking to you about, he's been mm-hmm. touring for 10 years, putting in the yeah, work. Yeah. You know, just grinding, dude. And he's finally getting recognition. Opened up for Tech Nine, You know what I mean? One of those... Uh, and when you open your overnight successes, right? That's big. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's real big. big. Yeah, that's real big. You're talking, you're talking 20,000 fans. Yeah. 
That's a lot. You know what I mean? A lot of eyes on those. That's a lot of eyes. So, but he, it, it just shows you that his, his hard work paid off. Yeah. I'm yeah. in my sixth year. Yeah. Now, this year, I'm looking to get out of Arizona. I am yeah. done sitting here. I'm, I'm done with that. Right. I wanted to do it last year. Did not work. It just didn't work for me. Nothing. Right. The dates didn't work. I couldn't get work off. Universe didn't lined up. It wasn't time. It, 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 something. Whatever. Something right. just kept blocking me from getting it done. So, but this year, 2022 has opened up very nice for me. I haven't had no complications. Awesome. <laughs> so, like, like 2020 and 2021 were fucking horrible. <laughs> I mean, it started out great in 2021 because I had too much South Park 2. Yeah. It, 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 it really took off. But then after that, it really fell downhill for me. And it's not anybody's fault. I was putting the work in. It's life. Yeah. It's all about timing. I, I, I really think life is about timing. Um, I'm a firm believer of when and if it's supposed to happen, it will. And if, yeah. if not, then I, I'm not going to have expectations of it because that's where disappointment comes. Yeah, so yep. this year everything's working out for me a little bit better. Um, even going in like coming into this to twenty twenty two is going better for me. Going out of twenty twenty one was was pretty good for me, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Coming out of it October to, to now has been very good for me. Um I don't know what changed. I guess it's just timing, I guess, you know. It is whether, said, hey, doors open, you know? Yeah, you know, God, universe, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, just it, it is what it is. Sometimes I'll, you know, sometimes I'll find myself getting frustrated if we get caught in traffic and stuff, and then I think I could be missing a wreck up the road, or you know, it's it, it we have this false sense of control in our minds, and I think when that's threatened a lot of times, that's when we get irritated, right? If people think they got control, they're crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know and, I mean? and, My mom always said, "When you got plans, so does God." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and it's His time. It's the universe's time, and things are going to happen. Like I said, I believe they're going to happen exactly when and how they're supposed to, if they're supposed to. Um, yeah. as, as long as you're putting in the work in and, and doing the things you need to do. Um, you any advice for somebody who is just now like they're fresh like they just had their friend tell them bro you need to put this on some wax like they're they're making that decision now in their life like what's if you could go back and talk to coop deville back then or one of these guys what would you tell them what piece of advice one piece of advice would you tell them um just starting out just starting out mm -hmm. maybe in that my transition advice, like i said my advice would be keep your head down don't let shit get to you because I let shit get to me real fast. Mm -hmm. um, you're gonna get success. You're, you're gonna see a lot of success real fast mm -hmm. if you're really good, but then it's gonna die down because you got to put the work in. Right. So what I would say is just keep your head down. It's gonna look like it's gonna come fast. No matter how good you are, there's different levels, right? And you got to be now, ready. Except different it also level. Depends there. on the talent of the person. But hard work beats talent. Yep, hard work beats talent when talent don't work hard every time. Every time, every time, brother. I've met plenty of rappers better than me. Are they putting in the work? No. Right. 
Right. They're not putting in that I'm same. Not, I'm not ashamed to admit that at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's there I've met better rappers than me. Yeah. They're just lazy. There there were better basketball players than Larry Bird, but that motherfucker put in the work. They're bet you know that Michael Jordan got cut from his ninth grade basketball team, right? Absolutely. He didn't make that squad. Right. But that made him There's gonna be failures. Yeah, you can use those failures. Failure it, 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 is success's mom. Yeah. Without failure, you cannot succeed. I've heard several undefeated boxers and MMA friends of mine say they never really truly learned in martial arts until they got their first loss. That that's when they really, really learn how to fight because when you win all the time, again, you're so good that why would you do anything? How can how can you improve if why would you do levels, anything no matter what sport, what well, why would you do anything different? Right, right. Why would you do anything different? Yeah, exactly. Like me. I always thought my style of writing was fucking better than anybody's. Right. Then I realized maybe it's not. Maybe I can change it up and become one and be like integrated. Yeah. yeah. And just be crazy good. Cause. So have an open mind. That'd be a good piece of advice. You can't copy that shit. Right. Right. You know I mean? There's no, there's no recipe for it. I, you know what I mean? I didn't write it down. <laughs> I right. created that shit out of my head. Yeah. So, but I had to change. I had to evolve. I knew right. that. You had to be open-minded, right? You have to be open-minded. In 2020 was when I saw that. Um, and that's where Too Much Sauce Part 2 came from. Um, that's where antisocial comes from, is that change. Right. Just how I approach things and how I write schematically. And just, I'm not writing music for me anymore, like right. I said. Well, you, you've matured in all ways. Like I said, you've evolved. A lot of people, my thing is, I don't necessarily believe people change. I believe that people have a core, and at that core, you are who you are. I believe people can evolve, though. Yeah, you don't really change, necessarily. No, change is, to, to me, to become better, you don't change into something else. You get rid of things until you will yourself down to something better. Like everybody thinks you add things on, but to me, it's taking things away. It's like playing a video game where you're like, I like this, but I don't like that. I like this, but I don't like that. But I like this, but I don't like you. Kind of mean, you know what I mean? That's Mm -hmm. what evolution is. Right. Is you these things work? Take this with you. This didn't. This didn't work, so maybe I won't do this. But this worked, so I'll keep that. You know what I mean? That that kind of mentality. That's what evolving is. You don't really ever change because Mm-mm. I can't change how I write. That ain't going to happen. Right, right. <laughs> but what I can do is change my perception on it. Right. I'm not thinking as myself. I'm thinking as a fan now. Right. What are they? That's what my perception is at, is as a fan. Would yeah. I like this music? That's when we get our best, really, is when we start looking at our work from a fan's perspective anyway. And it's the same way in pro wrestling. A lot of the guys out there are just trying to do fancy moves for their girlfriend, um, their cousin that came to watch them, whatever. Or the guys in the back, they're trying to pop. We talk about that a lot, which is fine having your peers um, acceptance. Everybody wants that as well. But but there's nothing like getting it from the fan side, right? For for those. So speaking of professional wrestling, my daughter, Anissa, she is going to be 16 in February. Mm-hmm. She's going to be able to start training finally because I didn't want her to look wait till she was 16. 
Mm-hmm. Um, she wants to be a professional wrestler, and she's going to go to Cody Rhodes' school. That is awesome. I used to be associated with... And we're going to send her to school. Uh, what was it called? 1FW? Mm-hmm. So, uh, what's the... Why did I, QT Marshall. You know who QT Marshall is? Yeah, I watch AEW all the time. Okay, so he used to run uh, 1FW. Uh, one F- yeah, Cody Vance was there, or number 10, as you probably know him in AEW. Yep. Um, several other people you've probably seen in some of the other independent things. Anyway, I've kind of did a little work with him from time to time, too, and did a few of his shows. Awesome dude. Nice. Great mind for the sport. Um, but that is what eventually evolved into uh, uh, the Nightmare Academy. Nice. It, it started from that, so it's it's I, I can That's attest. It, yeah. it, it's a, I don't know if they still do it this way, but it was at the time. It wasn't just a great place to go if you were starting out, which it is because you want to have having good trainers is in pro wrestling is is. Well, that's why I'm sending her to Cody thing. School. Yeah, and, and they're you know there's not going to be any better. No, you know, that's 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 no, and she wants she really wants to go to AEW though too. But it, it's also really a great place, and if it still is, I hope it is. It was a great place for wrestlers who may already be in the business and maybe be a little more advanced. They can help polish things up back then. They would help with like nutrition and and workout plans and and really tweaked a lot of guys' careers and took took a lot of guys that were kind of stagnant and turned those around. So that shows. You good? And 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 sent it out. Um, okay. We just had a little flash in my. No, you're good. I saw. I see. Yeah, we're good. Saw something too. We had a little yeah, buffer. <coughs> um. Well, technology. So yeah. So when I've been watching wrestling forever, and she really, really loves it. She's really passionate about it. Um. For starting to develop her character, I'm going to call her character Hell's Angel. Nice. Um, yeah, that's going to be her heel persona. We're coming. I, I want to come up with a, a face persona as well, just in case they ever say, it's, hey. And, and they will, because especially when you're starting out, I will say for, for the most part, starting out, they'll probably work her as a face. Um, that's really w- when you learn um, most of the heels. And it's not as much nowadays as it was. And I'm talking as an old head, old school. So if things aren't still like this, then don't get at me. Um, this yeah, is how it's coming up. Um, but used to, I lost my train of thought. I'm surprised it took me this long. What was we talking about again? That got me back to that. You're talking about her training. Oh, um, just her training. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it, it's, it's in that training, man. Getting a good trainer is really exactly uh, what you need to do. And that's the greatest thing. Oh yeah. About the face and the stuff. Because back oh, in yeah, my day, the heel, yeah. the heel was the more experienced guy or the veteran. He's usually the one that, um, what they would say is, is, is calling the match. Um, and, and that kind of situation. So you're, you're really a face a, a long time to learn because there's a lot more interests to, to being a heel than being a face, being a face. You, you kind of, um, if you can get sympathy, you're a face. And that's probably going to be easier to do in the beginning um, versus the heel thing. So definitely uh, be ready to transition 
whatever somebody needs. Uh, well, I'm uh, working on both stuff. Everything. Have her, you know, and have her learn everything, not just how to wrestle, how to referee, how to manage her. I even thought about being like her manager, kind of like yeah. a valet, but a manager. Mm-hmm. Um, I wear a suit, you know, just like, you know. You know. Yeah, you got to look the part. That's, that's, I would wear a suit. Yeah, it, it, it's the same thing, you know. You, you got those the rappers that just don't look the part, and they don't get that that's that's a part of the overall package. And it's the same way with pro wrestling, the aesthetics are just as important as anything else. There's so many variables that go into it, and the look is part of it. You got to look yeah. the part, like you can't. You can't fake it. You can't fake it. No, you got to. It's got to be. Uh, uh, make sure you stick along the lines that that are extensions of her and your own personality. Yeah. Because there's yeah, nobody yeah, yeah. easier to be than a version of you. It's, it's a lot harder. You know, some people are really good at being other people. Some people are actors, but some people aren't. And I've always found the best gimmicks to be one that has some kind of re- realism to it or reality, even if it's reality that turned way the fuck up, you know? Yeah, it just comes natural, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so she's going to be going to school there um, probably, what is it, 2022 20, now. By 2025. Well, keep us informed. I mean, you know, we'll have to get her on the show and uh, maybe we can follow her through her training and what yeah, it's oh, like. Definitely, definitely. Um, I am going to get her an Instagram um, that's going to start her training. We're going to document it. and yeah. gonna go, It's going to be Hell's Angel. Yeah, that'll be awesome. You know, pro wrestling. Well, amateur pro wrestler <laughs> one of the best things about parents that are following their dreams is they're more likely to push their kids to follow their dreams too man so um well, get up honest, on that because that's why i want to get this album done mm-hmm. is so i can focus focus put my energy into training her yeah because i just want her to get in shape mm-hmm. be you know so when she gets into school it's not gonna be hard right right it's the physical part won't be right. Yeah. Yeah. It, the it, learning it, part will be hard. Yeah. Yeah. But her the putting stamina. her stamina, she's going to be top notch. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's going to be a yeah, fucking as long as you got the physical part down. The, everything else will come. You know, they'll teach yeah, oh, you. There's a, a fucking animal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they, so, they'll be really good at building. That. Yeah. No, you shouldn't be because they'll be really good. As long as she's, she's, she puts in the work, she'll be fine. And that's why I keep like just drilling into her head, like it's not gonna just be handed to you. No, no, you you gotta gonna, earn it every step of the you're way. You're gonna earn it every fucking step. In blood, so, sweat, tears, yeah. frustration, I, I said, you pain. Think what what pain. you're going into is a lot harder. <laughs> yeah, I mentioned pain, lots of pain. Be ready for pain. Have a leave. Have a lots of leave. A leave is your best yeah, friend. Yeah. Yet. Tuck your well, chin, bro. Tuck your chin. I'm really hoping that um, they legalize CBD by the time she gets there. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully that that would be amazing because it is. NFL's already doing it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm hopefully I I, I want it to translate over into pro sports. Yeah, like and, it, and it needs to because it's such an effective treatment. I can tell you, I can say firsthand. You know, I have problems with inflammation in my shoulders. Look at Rob Gronkowski. Yeah. That dude is out yeah. there playing football again. Yeah. He's a fucking walking testament of CBD working. Right. Yeah. It's 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 amazing stuff. It is. The guy was broken. It's misunderstood, watch, but CBD watch, is amazing. 
Oh, uh, watch Man in the Arena episode nine. He'll tell yeah. you he was beat the fuck up. <laughs> he was beat up. Yeah. So I guess what I didn't know that. <clears throat> um. So that Titans jersey though. Man, yeah. look. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got, we got beat up by, uh, you're not wearing their hat, but by that state you're in, which is a funny little story. Well, you uh, got beat by us this year? By the Patriots? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but we got, <laughs> yeah, but we got beat up by the Cardinals. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I was at that game. game. First, oh, you was, was there? Jen's first game. Yeah, it was Jen's first game. I was there. Um, I was ready to go 30 seconds later. <laughs> usually i hear things about football teams i had not heard about arizona yet and so it was all everything that was going on was like a shock to me oh they're but good a, a funny story is when we first started talking one of the things after we've been talking for a little bit is she hits me up and i've been i've been a diehard titans fan since they were the oilers i started out as an oilers fan and then i'm from tennessee so when they moved to tennessee like Okay. You know, fan for life. So she's hit me up. Yeah, man, Warren Moon. Earl Campbell, come on now. Earl Campbell. <laughs> she goes, uh, she says, because she's like, you're, because she knows a pro wrestler. She's like, do you really live in Arizona or is it, you know, you just saying that? And I was like, no, I really live out here. She goes, are you a Cardinals fan? Look, bro, that almost ended the relationship right there. <laughs> it almost ended before it starts. I was like, no, are you? She's like, oh, no, I was just asking since you lived out there. I was like, no, I'm a Todd's fan. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> it, 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 no, not at all. Yeah, not at all. I was just like, no, I don't. <laughs> 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 yeah, that was some. That was, that was some. No, you guys are scary in the playoffs, to be honest. You got Henry back. So. Julio's been doing good. Henry's back though. That's and we got Simmons is is, is still is, healthy. That uh, man is hard to pack. in the cold. <laughs> Westbrook has been doing some crazy things. So Form is doing some crazy things. Yeah, I know, right? The funny thing about Titans is they literally are the first team in the NFL to beat that good of a winning percentage overall of teams because. A lot of the teams we smashed were playoff and winning teams. The teams we lost to were the sub five hundred teams. It's such a weird, a weird thing to, to 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 happen. It's almost like we are literally one of those teams that play better when they're we're the underdog. Well, I love your coach. He played for us. Yeah, I love Abram. You know, Mike Rabel's <laughs> Hell of a player. Ninety one players the most in, in history of NFL that have suited up. Like he's at one time we were playing with, you know, a lot of our practice squad had been pulled up uh to the regular team. Yeah. And so oh, I've been watching. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's that's one thing I do is I love football. Yeah, I you know Mostly for me, and I'll tell people this, I'm not a football fan. I'm a Tennessee Titans fan. Oh, I'm a football fan. Because if it's not another team, I'm usually not watching. I'm, I'm more combat sports, pro wrestling, boxing, MMA, uh, things like that. But What about that Lomachenko fight? Did you catch that? Man. Oh. So many crazy things that are was going a good fight. on. And, yeah. Have you seen what Andy Ruiz looks like now? Have you seen the after picture of this dude? Yeah, he's he just fought. 
I heard him talking about losing all the weight, but I've heard him talking about that shit before. And then I heard the trainer got with, I thought, well, that that's not going to work out because that dude's not going to put up with that kind of shit that Andy's been giving his trainers. And then I see this picture the other day. I didn't know he'd fought. I wish I did. I'm a big fan. I'll have to go back and he watch just it. Won, he just won. I'll have to go back and look at that because, yeah, and I, I was I don't know what I was looking through and his Facebook came up and I was like, oh, my God, who is this? I was like, that's Andy Ruiz. And I, was, I had to tell Jen. I was like, let me find a before picture. I was like, that's the dude I know. Yeah. <laughs> The guy who beat Joshua. <laughs> yeah, be Anthony Joshua. <laughs> um, well, Joshua got exposed by Usyk. So. Yeah, he really did. Like, he got exposed. It, um, so I'm no longer interested in a Tyson not, Joshua I'm not fight even at all. Sure Fury fighting that guy. No yeah, no, that's what I was saying. Um, yeah, he needs to fight Usyk. But, yes. Yeah. Um. Other than that, um, there is a new up and comer. Heavyweight, uh, USA guy. Uh, what was his name? I just watched him fight. He was on the Lomachenko undercard. Oh man, um, big dude, fast, bro, fast, fast hands. Good I love power. the up and knocked, man. Dude, when he knocked him out, dude, he was out, bro. <laughs> I can't remember his name, man. There's. I was. He was on the Lomachenko undercard, though. L-O-M-E-N-C-H, like K-O, something weird like that. Lomachenko? Yeah. Or maybe there's an E-N, I can't remember. It's L-O-M-A-C-E-N. It's like... Sorry, sir, I apologize for butchering your name. Fan, I promise, I'm just not good at spelling. <laughs> oh no, she I love Lomachenko, but I can't spell it. <laughs> yeah, I can't spell. I had trouble pronouncing. I got to do my first commentary at a, at a pro fight, and that, that's, that's why I was scared Loma, of. Is, Loma, yeah, Loma. I was so scared that there's going to be some names I couldn't pronounce. I was lucky they all had pretty, pretty easy names to announce. And, and speaking of that, um, Chronic Conversations in partnership with uh, uh, 4611 Boxing Productions. Oh, we got that list. Hang on. Let me look. Was he a heavyweight? Yes, he was heavyweight. I think I on the undercard. Junior. He was the undercard. He was a heavyweight. I just seen heavyweight. There it is. Uh, Joseph Ward versus Britton Norwood. No, that's not heavyweight. No, he was a heavyweight. I thought I seen a heavyweight. He was a heavyweight. Okay, Jared Anderson versus I like that name, Alexander Teslinko. Yeah, it was the other guy, not the Teslinko guy. Jared Good, Anderson. because I can say Jared Anderson really easily. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Knocked him out cold. Mm. It was a great fight. Um, yeah, my daughter watched that with me, actually. My daughter, uh, my oldest daughter watched me with that with me. Buffering again. I think you're buffering. Yeah, it just buffered close. again. Yeah, I'm getting close <laughs> to my, my time limit, too, so I'll have to wrap this up in a minute, but uh, real no, quick, good. if you have a chance in Cleveland, uh, Tennessee, on February 19th, uh, the address is on Facebook, and a lot of up-and-coming fighters are going to be on that show, uh, wow. including Aston Martin, the underdog, and, and Cleo MCM and a few others. So, Nice. Um, I'll, I'll keep everybody informed about that as well. Well, before we wrap things up, is there anything else you want to tell anybody? You got any shout-outs? You got 
Um, anything coming up real soon? We know we got the album coming out. Um, you're working on. You got any new merch coming out? Uh, uh, merchandise coming soon. Yes, podcast. Um, if you want to find my music, you can find it on any digital platform: iTunes, Amazon, um, you know, Spotify, all that good stuff. YouTube. I do the new album is dropping April. Okay. That's, That's what I'm aiming for. April 20th um, is my wedding anniversary, so you know. The new video for Antisocial will be coming out at the end of this month. Nice. It'll drop before the end of this month. Um, and when are you going to put the sneak peek out? You said you're going to put just like maybe a little snippet somewhere or something? You're sending me your email. And, uh, you're going to do that for me? <laughs> I'll do that for you, but you can't show nobody. <laughs> no, huh? that's between me, you, and, uh, and Jen. I'll have to let Jen hear it, of course. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I got that. I got the antisocial video. Um, and then I'll be at Stoner Jordan Fest 5 in Salt Lake City uh, mid-April as well. Um. I am having my birthday party. I'm thinking about having a show. I don't know. I'll let you know. Okay. I am, I'll have flyers out if I do. Um, I do want to tour this year. So you might get to see me uh, live because I want to go over your way. I would love to see you live, man. So just wanna... definitely keep us informed on that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you guys will be the first to know. Hell, yeah. Yeah. Um, what else? What else do I got going? Um, I'm getting into acting, so oh, you, awesome. you might see me in some stuff. You know? And possibly um, country music coming as well, right? I, mean, I, I, in the possibly the country music thing, it's on the back burner. It's, 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 it's sizzling right now. It's right. It's, it's on simmer. <laughs> I got, I got it on simmer right now. We might turn the heat up. We might get in the studio. You might <coughs> see me do by dirt by uh, Jordan Davis and uh, Luke Bryan, and you might see me do what's the other song that I was thinking about doing? Uh, it's a Jordan Davis song. Another Jordan, or no, no, not Jordan Davis. Um, oh fuck, who is it? Uh, he's a new guy. Uh, Luke, it's not Luke Combs either. It's um. No, well, he is one. Of, that's definitely one of my favorite of this new crop. It's not a Luke Combs song. It is. I can't remember the name of the song, but I know "By Dirt" by Jason by Jordan Davis and and Luke Bryan is one of the songs that I am gonna, you know, possibly do. Okay, do myself. Man, I'm um, excited about all of it. You know, I, I, I'm. I just, I just want to hear you. You know, I just want to hear your stuff. I'll send you the sneak peek to the to the to the single right now. As soon as we get off, yeah, I, I can't wait I'll give you my email. As soon as we get off, well, I again, can't man, wait for you to hear that. <laughs> we we talked about it earlier, Tom. You know, Tom is something you can't get back. Uh, oh, go ahead, also, man. Also, one more thing. Um, no, follow me, uh, the real Coop Deville on Instagram at the real Coop D on Twitter, uh, Facebook Coop Deville. Or Michael Taylor. I have three. I have three pages. Two Michael Taylors. One Coop Devilles. Um. Also, I have two artist pages at the Real Coop Deville and at Coop Deville on Facebook as well. You can follow me on there to follow all my content to keep up with it. Um. New merchandise, shirts and hats and stuff is coming soon. I would say April for that as well. 
Okay, man, that's that's great. Uh, thank you again. Like I said, uh, you know, time is the most precious gift you can give, and and you gave us just a nice little chunk of yours, man. I appreciate you as always. Yeah, it it was an honor. It was a blessing. Yes, sir. Thank and uh, babe, you want to say goodbye? Peace. Peace. Uh, we Peace. love y'all. Thanks for watching and uh, tune in next week as we have some paranormal stuff going on. Spooky. Ooh, scary stuff. I want to. I'll tune in definitely. Yes, appreciate it, man. All right.